What's happening, guys? Another week back in the Premier League. After a long, long, long wait, I felt like it was forever. With the international breaks, a lot has actually been going on. Few transfers, you know. International break, like I just mentioned. Just couldn't get back in issue, honestly. It's good to see everyone back. Another tough day at the office as usual. But it's, it's yeah. It it is what it is, you know. I don't want to be negative as usual and have my reservations, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't necessarily see anything that impressed me, anything I don't know. So, I mean, we, we, we definitely need to jump into this one today, you know. <sighs> Newcastle, Newcastle, Newcastle. Alright, just looking at their lineup, I knew for a fact that we were going to experience some problems. Not to say we're going to lose or whatever the case may be, but I definitely knew that at least they will be pushing for maybe even a bit more than a draw, to be honest. No fear. There was no fear, I don't think, ever within that 90 minutes. And that's a huge concern. That's a huge worry for me, you know. It really is. It's just not the way we do things, you know. Inform or not, it should be a serious battle, a mental battle that the opposition would have to win before even stepping onto the pitch, you know. I mean, standing beside Roy Keane and all those type of guys must have been <laughs> frightening, to say the least. Um, but yeah, let's let's get a little bit more in depth as to what it is occurred today. My views on how things went, how things should have gone. The starting lineup, you know, because in all honesty, I feel like Oli got away with this one. He really did. You know, with our big guns out, I think that is definitely 100%. I know it is a game we should be winning without a shadow of a doubt. Right? Apparently, Pogba has a little a back issue or something. But, I mean, we didn't see that this past week against four fronts. We never, ever see these problems when he's playing internationals. So, the one thing we have to ask ourselves is, is this a genuine excuse? 
Or is he just trying to cover up for a mistake that he knows he made? You know? Which he only knows the truth. Alright, cool. But, I mean, McTominay, we have Scotty in the midfield, we have Fred, we had Bruno. Right? Juan, I'll say he played as a 10. Okay. But, with those three there, that's, I feel like we should be walking all over this midfield with John Joe Shelby and the gents that uh, Newcastle had. It shouldn't really be a problem. It really shouldn't. Which, of course, comes down to the coaching of the team. You know, I will not get off this guy's back because I know for a fact he could never, ever compete with your top, I don't even want to say top, four or five managers I could probably go on a limb and just get as close to 10 almost close to 10 in terms of the managers that are ahead of him in terms of being inclined tactically you know um, and just to name a few like Nuno um, Arteta of course um, Chris Wilder um, you know so I mean it, it shouldn't be the case the two people we need to respect more than anything are Pep and Klopp anything after that honestly we should have the third best manager in the league okay Oh, Ma Marcel Bielsa. That's another one. So, I mean, these aren't even teams that we know where exactly they rank within the league. But you already know that their managers are better. And that's, that's, that's a huge mistake. How nobody sees this, I do not understand. But let's just hope we don't get relegated or anything crazy. Um, so, yeah, I mean... That midfield, I definitely think was strong enough. I don't think the team selection was good enough. But out of the squad of almost 30 gents, I mean, everybody should want to seize the opportunity regardless of who's on the pitch. Cool. Now let's get into the starting lineup. I just... It, it, was, it, was, it was tricky, you know? The absentees, I just, I couldn't understand. Why is Donny van der Beek not starting? Why? Even ahead of McTominay, that's fine. You have Fred, you have McTominay. You have two of, I dig them both 100%. I'm not going to fucking lie, you know. McTominay, one day will be what we need him to be. He's definitely one for the future. And just like Full Foden and the rest of the young bloods, we need to hold on to them, groom them, protect them. Cool. You know? But I feel as he can be more of a, a, a role player because he's got time on his hands. He doesn't have too much of an expectation. Like I'm saying, we need to protect and look after him. 
So I don't understand why can he not come off the bench and play the role that Matic is playing. Matic is, is old. Right? But he's definitely one of the top four ballers in our team. Actual ballers. So I don't understand how Donny van der Beek does not start. Right? He's literally on the fringe every single week. He is probably the first replacement to come on to try and make a difference. Right? So we have Matic for me in my eyes should have started. Matic, Donny van der Beek. So unfortunately, that's probably Fred out, McTominay out. Cool. Mata, you cannot fault him. He is always as the smallest guy in the team. You just don't understand how on earth he has the biggest heart and just the drive, you know, to just keep pushing on and keep creating. And his attitude really is just something a lot of the gents can find maybe within themselves. It's tough not playing even for one week, let alone a whole month. And maybe getting the occasional start in your stupid FA Cups and all these little things, you know. So, he is honestly a true professional that could have left us last year even. But has has stuck with us, you know. I, I just hope it's not maybe an easy way out because he's earning a lot of money. And we aren't expected to win a title or anything, so... Yeah, I just hope that isn't the case. Um, but he's uh, he's an absolute professional, you know. Um, so, yes, he would definitely have to start. But in my eyes, Donny needs to start. He's a serious ball player and he's forward-thinking, you know. McTominay and Fred are both a bit similar. Um, and uh, they, they're solid. Or can be. Um, but the main thing for me is that they, they're too similar. They, I think, do too much of what's asked of them. Which, to me, I think is, is, is not the best thing as a United player. You know, you need to take the initiative. You need to see the gap. You need to anticipate. You need to, you know, you can't just be a robot and be... Oli wants you to just hold into this position, win the ball, release it quickly. I mean, those are all basics. That's all elementary, like, you know. So, I couldn't get it. Pogba, okay, fine. He has an injury, whatever the case may be. He's tired, whatever, whatever. Cool. But then your next best player should be starting. Matic in, Donny van der Beek in. Simple, without a question. Where Fred come hold on, 80-85, he can do the job for us and so can Scotty, you know. But apart from that, I just don't see where the creativity is. And I think Fred could be that guy. He, he's, got a, he's got a bit of a range. He's got, you know, he's got that variety in his passing, you know. He's got a short pass. He's got a really nice... Hard ground pass. He's got a, a range. He can lift it. So, I just think these guys are being used in the wrong way. 
Um, but anyways, okay. So we had the hair. We had one Bissaka. Can never fault those. Um, we had our man, the Iceman, the Viking. <sighs> not a good, not a good performance by him. Maguire either. I don't care about a goal. Not good at all. You know, he has no choice but to to like stick this out. You know, this patch that he's going through. It's not even about manage the manager being good in a sense, as everyone thinks, and sticking with them. I mean, for eighty million pounds, you would think your mental is worth way more than that. So if at any point you I think if you have to convince him to to play then there's a serious problem. He should want to fix things every single week whether or not he's on form or not. You know, so I I don't see anything special but I mean what can we do he's the best defender we have unfortunately you know so yeah he he made a lot of mistakes that were fortunate to have covered for some reason um but the amount of times he even misplaced mistrapped the ball I can count at least 3 which is not good and almost gave it away. Almost, almost, almost. He's the last man. Almost one slip up there and Sir Max is gone. So we got away with it. Um, Luke Shaw, as usual, his positioning is just letting him down all the time. You know? And... Yeah, there's not much the hair could do about that. But that own goal, unlike you, of course, but the positioning is just is everything. We are very... We are a team that reacts over a team that anticipates. So we have ourselves to blame, honestly. Um... And then we spoke about McTominay and Fred in the midfield. Mata joining them. Bruno, of course, needs to start. Um, And then you have James Rashford. Okay, so... And the player ratings were... um, Yeah, were a bit strange in my eyes. Um, We had... One Bissaka at a six. We had Lindelof at a four. We had Maguire at an eight. I don't understand how Maguire can have an eight. Yes, his goal boosted him, but then what about one Bissaka? How could he still be on six? Doesn't make any sense. But anyways, Luke Shaw with the five. Scotty. Mike Tom, six. Fred, five. Mata, I'm going to skip because he should be like a 12. Bruno is a 7. Daniel James, 5. Rashford, 8. 
the hair it now just to break that down a little bit more for me personally daniel james love him but think him and mctominay are sort of or need to be treated with the same care you know the young players they don't need to be pressurized or you know i think by now daniel james really should be like a i'm trying to think who can i compare him to i don't want to say pulisic but sort of kind of emerging in that sort of way by now you know he struggled in the beginning pulisic okay cool but once he sort of found his feet you know i think he's he's daniel james has just been a prospect for a bit too long and seeing him come on it doesn't seem like he's he's um observing listen to me like he's absorbed anything you know you're seeing the same player week in week out which is which is it's strange all right so he's a very quick player we need to keep him in or bring him in around the 75th the 80th minute you know the better his performances get you give him a bit more you give him that for 10 15 20 minutes at the end and the very good games he has we maybe try slot him in for one of the next games or whatever upcoming games cool you know um otherwise in my eyes we have igalo that can be playing in that position you know not on the right per se we have rashford we can put on either side we have mata right we can play on the right we have rashford we can play on the left we have igalo who actually is a striker so i don't understand we just stressing ourselves with having to buy a striker i'm not comparing cavani and igalo or whoever cuz i think cavani will be a success depending on the supply i guess but i mean igalo is a striker he is a consistent guy in terms of what he does even if he doesn't score a goal he will create and from nothing half chances that's the type of striker we need we don't need a guy that's just going to have a really good day or needs to have a really good day so i just i i just cannot fathom how igalo does not start give him three or four consecutive games to prove himself just to prove himself that's all that's all he brings a different dynamic he's very strong you know the last thing we need is for fucking penalties given to us every single game we take enough shit as is and then we have our weak players just going down like in the box your marshals your rashfords your Daniel James is I mean you know we have a guy that's strong that wants to play for this club 
that just respects the game, true professional, give him a chance. Play him. What did you buy him for? For Europa League. We don't have Europa now, so now what? And you know, he's a quality player. Let's face it, as much as it's something we never saw, come, uh, we didn't see coming, he's a, a decent player. He really, really is. So those are the three changes I would have made or I would have started with, you know. And Tellez, I understand as well, might have been a bit tired from the international duties. That's fine. But 100% soon, he needs to be coming in for Luke Shaw, without a doubt, next week even. You know, that's too big of a, a player for us to, to kill once again. We can't afford for this to happen. We really can't. Um, so, yeah. It, it wasn't an easy game. I mean, Steve Bruce had every reason to be completely upset. Um, but that just comes to show what type of club we are now. Because if Newcastle can say they deserve something from that game, or it was harsh for them to lose that badly, then, I mean, they're expecting... More than a loss, you know, which it shouldn't be, you know. Um, but yeah, we, we truly got away with this one. I don't think it's a huge win. We really seem to magnify all the wins that should be. And I was actually chatting to a friend of mine and a fellow supporter too a few weeks ago. And he mentioned to me that the top six sides ever since Oli's come in have struggled or we've actually got a good win rate ratio against them, you know? And I think that's a huge problem. That's not how we should look at these things. I can lose to Chelsea. I can lose to Liverpool. I can lose to Manchester I never want to. Nothing pisses me off more than losing to Liverpool. Which over the past few years we, we don't do or haven't done. You know, recent seasons, of course, now that they've come up again. But Stevie G times, ugh, never ever. As much as they thought that was their best Liverpool team, you know. Um, and I just, I couldn't understand that statement of we able to keep or at least not lose against the big six that i do not care that's not gonna get us into the top four top two top three it isn't do you know you have 16 17 other teams that if you collect three points against and you lose against the top four you definitely still in the running to even win the league so it's just it's very weird a, a crazy perspective which makes no sense to me i do not give a fuck about pride we need to win the games we're supposed to win 
I mean, I'd have no problem just at some point for just whatever reason. I just said, I don't want to watch today or the next two, three weeks. But knowing we're going to beat fucking Newcastle, beat fucking, you know, um, yeah, Fulham and fucking, you know what I mean? But that's just... We can't do that. We can't. And what do you have to look at then? What's going on in the back? Are we training properly? Do we have a proper routine every single day? I doubt it. I really do. What I see is just... Gents, I'm picking the lineup of the training. And I want you guys to do your absolute best. We need to be fighting for these shirts. I mean... That's all things we, I would think you don't even have to discuss. As soon as you're signing one of these gents, they need to know that badge is more important than anything. Do you know? Because our players are, are so much better than average. They really are. And I'm telling you, 70 to 80% of the managers in the league would be more than, you know, blessed to have or to pick out any of the players that they want to have in the United team. And they could probably fit in almost anywhere, you know? I mean, these guys never fail to miss an international game, in form or not. Why? Because the international managers get the best out of them. You know, of course, the players around them make them better. But it's not like they have three weeks to prepare. They go from their leagues, they fly. And then by the end of that week, they're already playing a game together. And they look like they've been doing it for how long? You know, so it does come down to the coaching once again. Yeah, I mean, for me, something drastic is going to have to happen for this change, you know. I've been waiting for it. Um, but we're just going to have to hang in there, you know. The standards are just... Just to see how excited gents were just to win today was was quite... Yeah, it was, I don't know. It. I was just missing something, you know. I can't say I was excited. I, it just seemed very weak to me, you know. If we did that against a, a Chelsea or a Arsenal or something, then at least, you know. But Newcastle, hmm, it's not good, you know. Um... And then just as a team, we can't, we just can't be resilient all the time. I heard Ali speaking about the resilience of the boys. For how long is that going to be the theme of our games? You know? 
how about not trying to be resilient and just start the game properly start the game with intensity and kill them off the first 15 minutes we just can't do that even if we have to score in that first two minutes five minutes we will never ever look like the game has been won ever instead we look even more vulnerable so it's just it's a weird mental block that i think we have and that i think our manager can't take us further there so i mean things just have to get better in some way in some way and might I add that <laughs> Tuesday with PSG, the following game, I think on s- Sunday, Sunday or Monday, we've got Chelsea. The following week, we have Leipzig. That same week, weekend, Saturday or Sunday, probably Sunday, we have Arsenal. Then we're going to have a Champions League game after the Arsenal game. And thereafter, we've got Everton. In which Richarlson will be back. So, yeah, no, it's going to be a serious test. I think this next three weeks, a lot is going to happen. And we have no excuse this time we cannot run away from anything. Um, so it'll be good to see where we're at, you know, against just strong opposition, really strong opposition. But we are definitely going to get a run for our money. Looking at all these games, we, to me, we are underdogs. And that's very easy to... You know, it, I think it's a lot easier to go into a game like that. But that cannot be the case for us anymore. So Chance needs to step up. Our manager needs to probably step out. And yeah. Let's just hope we can get back on track. And, yeah, I guess we'll see in the incoming weeks what happens. Neymar on Tuesday <laughs> will be super interesting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was it for today. Interesting game, to say the least. I don't even want to talk about the missed penalty. That keeper seemed to be off his line a little bit like the hair was. But wasn't checked for some reason. But that's okay. Um, but yeah. We will meet again. It's been a while. It's been good, you know. Um, but we will meet again on Tuesday night. After our game against PSG, our Champions League game against PSG. Not a friendly, you know. Um, Yeah, we're back at the league, baby. 
let's just hope for a miracle a master class like last time but <laughs> of course Mbappe will never allow that this time so yeah it's gonna be a heavy three weeks for us but you know as we always do we stand behind our boys and um, let's see how things go forever united another episode game week four let's keep it moving it's been great we'll see each other again we'll chat to each other again we'll listen to each other again next week after our game bless up everyone peace out